0: Welcome to the Pathways Home Podcast, an exploration of practices of presence to come home to ourselves. Hello and welcome back to the Pathways Home Podcast. It is such a pleasure to be back with you for this next practice episode. Today, the practice that I'm offering is maybe most commonly referred to as a body scan and I'm going to offer up a little bit more of the refined language for it that comes from the Yoganidra practice tradition, which is to call it a rotation of consciousness. And the reason that I think that this languaging is important is because it speaks to something more invested, more attuned and in depth than just scanning the body. That might seem like splitting hairs, but to me, the idea of scanning the body is almost a little bit superficial in comparison to what is implied with the rotation of consciousness, where the intention is to focus your whole consciousness into inhabiting each landmark within the body that you hear named in the practice, to move freely into each one and to move just as freely and completely out of it and onto the next one. So, when you hear your right thumb called, every bit of your attention and your awareness is pooling in that right thumb. Your intentional focus is drawing the entirety of your consciousness to reside in the space of your right thumb. And when you hear your right index finger named, all of that same attention, awareness, consciousness rushes now to fill the space of your right index finger, and so on and so forth. And that is why I feel the need to clarify that. Because what we are doing in this practice is calling as much of our awareness and our consciousness into these landmarks as possible. We are calling it into the body in this present moment to be as fully inhabiting of that space as we can be. And so that refinement from simply moving attention through the body into this more focused and refined version feels important. Of course, that is easier said than done, especially when we're beginning. In the beginning, it will be a bit more of a superficial experience. It'll be likely a bit more of a distracted experience where you start to notice as each point in the body is named within this practice that you can localize some Of your attention and awareness in the space you hear named but you'll also notice that there is a fraction or a portion of your attention that is being pulled elsewhere or that doesn't pour itself fully into that space that maintains an awareness of other parts of your body or of the thoughts in your mind or other sensations that you're experiencing it's perfect but the goal of the practice over time, the goal of showing up to it frequently, is that more and more can be accumulated into it. And a greater degree of depth of the experience of being within each of these landmarks in the body can be had. As I said, calling it a rotation of consciousness comes from the Yoga Nidra practice and in the Yoganidra practice, the rotation of consciousness is what is most often used to illuminate anamaya kosha. And so the koshas are sheaths or coverings that blanket the soul, the individual soul-self within the different layers of the being. Anamaya kosha refers to the layer of the physical body. It translates as the covering made of food. This is the physical sheath of the body that we are inhabiting, the vessel that we live through. And in the yoga Nindra practice, you sequentially, deliberately move from the most dense layer, which is the layer of the body, anamaya kosha, inward, to the more subtle layers. And you begin with that dense layer by traveling deliberately through it, mapping your way through it in some form or fashion that illuminates that aspect of the self, illuminates that part of our being and allows us to become more deeply embodied first. And so a rotation of consciousness is a form of embodiment practice. By intentionally inhabiting and circulating our awareness throughout the body, we are deepening our experience of being within this body, of the connection between our consciousness, our awareness, and the body that we inhabit, which is embodiment. Through that practice, through this portion of the Yoga Nidra practice, we are connecting deeper with our ability to sense our bodies, we are attuning to our bodies. We are strengthening our capacity to feel our bodies and to be with whatever we encounter within them with a greater degree of presence. And so what might seem rather simple on the surface when you're doing this practice, you are literally lying down and just following the cues and the guidance and moving your attention around what seems simple in that actually translates to something very profound a more awake and alive experience of being in this body this home for your soul of being within this intelligent vessel and we're going to dive right in now to the experience of being in the practice of a rotation of consciousness. And the one that I'm doing is a very close version of the rotation of consciousness that is traditionally taught as part of the Bihar school. So you're going to take a moment to get yourself all set up for this practice You can do this if you want to be seated, but I would recommend being seated comfortably where your body, particularly your back body, can be supported in some fashion so that you can alleviate any effort your body is making. If it is possible for you, lying down flat on the floor or on a yoga mat or laying a blanket on the floor with propping underneath the back of your head, perhaps a pillow underneath your knees would be the ideal place to arrange your body, so that you're not so likely to fall asleep as you would be if you chose to do this in bed, but you are still fully supported underneath your body and can allow your body and the effort of your body to be completely softened when you begin. As you're lying down for the practice, you are attempting as much as possible to let the body remain still, within the softened state that you're going to cultivate. When you hear these points and landmarks in the body named, you're not to move them or attempt to invigorate them in any kind of physical sense. You're just becoming as aware of that place within your body as possible while letting the body remain still so that your attention and awareness can land. Once you have yourself settled and your comfort is arranged, gently allow your eyes to close and feel a wave of softening moving from the crown of your head through the entirety of your body, through your neck and your face, your torso, your arms, your hands, your legs, your feet. Everything settles into the support underneath you. And with the body softened and supported, you call your attention and your awareness home to you here and now. And you call all of your awareness to land in your right thumb. All of your awareness pools in your right thumb, in your right thumb. You allow your attention now to move freely into your right index finger, middle finger, ring finger, pinky finger, the palm of your right hand, the back of your right hand, your whole right hand, your whole right hand, your whole right hand, hand. your right wrist, right forearm, elbow, upper arm, shoulder, your right armpit, right side ribs, right waist, right hip. right upper leg knee and lower leg your right ankle right heel the sole of your right foot the top of your right foot your right big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe, your whole right foot, your whole right foot. Your whole right foot, the whole right side of your body now. Attention and awareness now pools in your left thumb, your left index finger. Middle finger, ring finger, and pinky finger. The palm of your left hand, the back of your left hand, your whole left hand. Your whole left hand. Your whole left hand. Your left wrist. Left forearm. Elbow. Upper arm. And shoulder. Left armpit left side ribs, left waist, left hip, your left upper leg, knee, lower leg, your left ankle, left heel, The sole of your left foot. The top of your left foot. Your left foot big toe. Second toe. Third toe. Fourth toe. And fifth toe. Your whole left foot. Your whole left foot, your whole left foot, and the whole left side of your body together now, the backs of your heels, the backs of your calves. The back of your knees, back of your thighs, the back of your pelvis, lower back, mid back, upper back and shoulder blades, the backs of your arms. The back of your neck, the back of your skull, the crown of your head, your forehead, eyebrows, the bridge of your nose, the tip of your nose. Upper lip, lower lip, the ridge of your jaw, your right ear, your left ear, both ears together, the space between your ears. the center of your throat, collarbones, the front of your chest, the front of your belly, the front of your pelvis between your hip bones and the roots of your sit bones. The whole back plane of your body, the whole front plane of your body, the whole right side of your body, the whole left side of your body, your whole body as one now. Your whole body as one, your whole entire body as one now. Within this aware and awake state connected to your body for a moment here feel the slow rhythmic movement of your breath feel the contact your body is making with the earth underneath and then bring the tiniest little bit of movement at fingertips and toes first Let that build into whatever other soft and gentle movements you need as your practice is now complete. So I always find the rotation of consciousness practice to be very soothing and regulating and relaxing. I know that a lot of people when they are doing yoga nidra practice will say that if they have a tendency to fall asleep in the practice, it is during the rotation of consciousness. And one of the things I didn't mention in the preamble to the practice is part of the reason why that is has to do with the innervation of the body. So if you've ever heard of the homunculus man or the cortical homunculus, what it is is a visual representation of the way the human body would look based on the proportions of the brain that are devoted to motor or sensory innervation of different parts of the body. So you'll see, if you ever look at the image, you can Google it, he's Got huge hands, huge hands, huge feet, very large facial features, and the rest of the body is quite small in comparison. So, what the practice does, you'll notice, is focus a lot of time tracking attention in those places of the hands and the feet and the extremities and on the face. So, a lot of time and a lot of detail is placed on those areas and the way that this was explained to me in my first yoga nidra training is essentially this is like a massage for the brain you're mapping attention in these places where there's a lot of innervation a lot of brain real estate devoted to these portions of the body and so you're moving and mapping through the brain and the brain through this process essentially gets a a wash a massage a relaxing experience so that is the portion of the practice where a lot of people will fall asleep because you're moving into such a relaxed and open and receptive state and you are shifting brainwave state into a more restful state through that particular mapping that's done with a rotation of consciousness, particularly one that moves in that way, where you are really mapping hands, feet, face. So moving into my impressions from doing the practice for a month, the more time that I spend on this particular practice and or this segment of the yoga nidra practice the more of my awareness i can feel really centrally focused in beginning the month my attention was noticeably more diffuse more distracted in showing up consistently it becomes much more refined and easier to direct into each landmark It feels more concentrated. It feels more centralized and focused for me. And I feel less resistance and more flow over time because what I notice either if I'm tired or distracted or if I haven't been doing the practice as often is my mind is more distracted. I feel actually even just more of my awareness occupying a wider field of my body than localized and centralized deeply in the one place that I am meant to be in that moment. The other thing that I've noticed this time, and this is really just kind of a funny thing, and I'll ask you to notice these types of things yourself, is the places of absence or places of distraction, places in your body where you have a difficult time penetrating that space with your attention. And for me, it is consistently The third toe on both my feet. I have a vague sense of where that is, but I, no matter almost how long I do this practice, I cannot centrally focus and localize into that like middle toe, (laughs) which seems so strange and so odd to me. And I always find it slightly amusing, but that is a place of absence in my experience. And I'm trying to bring that online more and more to see if it's possible for me to awaken that piece, that part of my body that has innervation. I can feel it when I touch that toe, but for some reason it is difficult for me to localize that space in my body, this small little piece of my extremity. And the other thing that I notice, especially at the beginning of the month, More so than at the end of the month is, and this actually I think comes from having so much experience with the practice sometimes as I tend to get a little bit ahead of myself in the mental space if I am not diligent about it, which is as I begin the practice, as I'm starting in the right hand, either self-guiding or, and it's more difficult when I'm self-guiding, versus listening to a practice is I hear the cue for the right hand and I have to I notice my attention being pulled to the left hand as an anticipation of, okay, I know I'm eventually going to the left hand, and I have to really deliberately pull my attention out of that left side, back into the right to be where I am now. Not where I know I'm going eventually, but where I am intending to be now. I have to pull it back from wandering there prematurely. And then the other thing that I have noticed this time from doing this portion of the practice specifically is actually a layer of deeper appreciation and gratitude towards my body in general. Motherhood has brought about a lot of changes in the way that my body appears, but also in the way that it feels and functions, in the way that I feel inside of my body. It moves differently. It has been through so much change in terms of structure and function and strength and capacity that it doesn't move the way that it did before I had kids at this point in time. There's a lot of cultural messaging, as I think we all know and are aware, about what the body is supposed to do, how it's supposed to be after you've had kids, what the expectations are, or on bodies just in general. And Showing up to a practice that is about inhabiting the body in a non-visual way of just showing up and being in this body, silent, eyes closed, laying down and resting, but inhabiting my body deliberately invariably brings about a shift in my relationship to my body, a remembrance of the genius and intelligence and wisdom and unbelievable blessing it is to be in a body at all, to be here and be given the gift of living inside of this body, of being able to experience life through it, something that takes out all of the expectations, all of the cultural notions about bodies that can be so heavy and just be with it be in the thumb, be in the knee, be in the ear, be some place in this body and in that experience of being in it and with it over and over and over again in this very, for me anyway, uncharged way creates so much more room to appreciate it to the point where I started to find myself frequently thinking, How can I be doing anything but loving and appreciating this vessel? Yes, I understand all of the things that try to infiltrate the space of my mind in terms of belief and expectation and societal ideology about the body. But how can I be doing anything but loving on it and being grateful for it, for simply being here? That this space, this vessel, this sacred home for a life, my life, is enough just because it is here just by living and breathing and that was something I didn't go into this expecting I did expect to see a refinement of my capacity to localize and centralize my presence I did expect to feel more awareness of my body overall but that wasn't one that I went into the practice really expecting to see more of. And so that was a really, for me, beautiful and meaningful effect of being with just this particular portion of the practice, of taking it in isolation from the yoga nidra practice that it comes from and just dedicating some focus to this portion of the experience and so the questions and or inquiries I would invite you to consider as you spend your own time with this practice whether once or many times is to notice the places in the body that you are able to feel most easily and any places where it may be more difficult to land your awareness or where it even feels absent Notice what places in the body most commonly draw your attention away. Notice what other distractions try to weave in between the cues that you hear. And then just take notice of what else may or may not shift in the way that you are experiencing being in your body. From Gifting your attention and your awareness back into your body. There's so many things and so much of life that pulls us out of awareness of the body, especially in a culture that prizes mind over matter. We're constantly pulled out of this. And to give back, to truly make it a gift of giving your attention back to this sacred home of the body. Notice Notice what that does. Notice what that gift offers you. And that's everything that I want to offer and share with you on this practice at this time. It's possible we'll get to come back to this another time or in another form. But I'm so grateful, as always, to you for being here, for listening, for practicing along with me and sharing this journey with me. I hope you're all so well and I can't wait to connect with you again soon.